Hey, New Zealand, of course, has spent a bit of time in the news this week, culminating yesterday with their first half results. Earnings are down 38% to 185 million. Net profit fell by 39% to 129 million, while passenger revenue was 3.1 billion. That was up 21%. The chief executive is, of course, Greg Foran, who is with us. Very good morning. Morning. How far forward can you see when you talk of headwinds and troubles and all of that? How far forward can you realistically see? Um, sort of depends what you're talking about. If we're referring to some of the challenges we've got with Pratt & Whitney and Boeing, we can generally see two to three years in advance, and that's what we're planning for at this stage. If you're talking about revenue, um, I think probably about six to 12 months is about the best view we get at the moment, Mike. All right. What's your read on the economy domestically here and how that impacts on your airline? Yeah, um, I think predominantly when we think about domestic, we split the business into leisure and to business. And business, there are generally three groups. There's a small to medium enterprise, there's sort of the large end of town, and then there's government. We're seeing SME, small medium enterprise, continuing to be quite strong. Business at the top end can be a little bit flaky at times Mm. as people are dealing with not only a tightening but also carbon emissions. Government is one that uh, I want to keep an eye on. Um, I think spending is going to become tight down there. I'm hearing things like, you know, we're going to cut our budget by 7%, 15%. So we've got to keep an eye on that. In terms of leisure, it's actually pretty good. It's holding up. Good. The Americans are here in droves, I am told. Is that true? Uh, certainly up 35% in January in terms of visitation on where they were the previous year. Not to be unexpected because obviously the whole network is yeah. now up and running. Here's the challenge. There's 65% more capacity. Yeah. So plenty of spare seats. And what we're seeing at the moment in terms of our business in the, in the US is we're good at the front of the plane getting a bit empty down the back of the plane and prices are dropping. So are they eating your lunch, all these Americans that have arrived? I don't think anyone's in particular eating anyone's lunch. I think everyone at the moment is watching, if you like, the tide go out. It's a funny business, isn't it? Because they cherry, they're allowed to cherry pick, but you kind of can't, can't you? Can you? But being the national carrier, they can pop in for summer and then go home and you've still got to be there. Yeah, look, it's an interesting position for them, Mike. Um, I think they've got plenty of spare capacity. There's still a real reduction on flying between China and the US and vice versa. Used to be six to 700 Mm. flights a week. It's sort of running at about 48 at the moment. They've got spare metal and they're saying to themselves, where do they put it? Down to New Zealand makes sense. I don't think they're particularly pleased with some of the load factors. We've been here before. Mm. You sort of have to hold your breath on this one. It'll run its course. Do you hold out much hope for China generally? Yeah, I do. Do you? Based on what, though? Um, Scale, predominantly. You know, I have lived there before. um, And uh, it's a business that, uh, and uh, a country that has enormous scale, um, plenty of momentum, uh, I think they'll continue to perform pretty well. And so, so this government intervention trying to get the place kick-started, you, you would see actually working and coming to fruition? Oh, totally. I think China needs to be part of where we think and how mm. we operate. We don't have any intention of not flying there. Um, you know, We're not going to go and expand rapidly in terms of lots of cities, but we do well going out of Shanghai. Uh, as visas and, and passports get renewed at an increasing rate, I think you'll see 
um, an increasing amount of traffic from China. See, I just read yesterday uh, somewhere internationally that they are travelling. They're travelling, one, domestically a lot more than they used to, and two, when they're travelling, they're travelling what they termed Asia-Pacific, but New Zealand didn't seem to be part of that Asia-Pacific. Is that true? And if it is true, is that a problem for us? Yeah, it's not back as quick as what we want, and that's primarily around the speed by which they're letting people get out and travel internationally. Um, and I think that's probably tied up with how they're thinking about keeping the domestic economy going. What's your read on summer in the bounce-back story of tourism? Have, have we got a bounce-back on, are we, or, or are we in trouble? No, I think we're OK. Uh, I, I don't think it's been off the charts by any means, but I think it's been good and steady, and, you know, by all accounts, you know, about where we expected it would be. And, and what's the relationship between capacity? My concern is that 79% of what it was, my concern is we've got a reputational problem around the world. And is it that or is it just capacity? And if you put more capacity on, suddenly the problem solved. Yeah, look, I... Oh, too long a pause, Greg. We've got a reputational problem, haven't no, we? No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that we have. I think that, you know, what you're seeing is is pretty much what I see and hear in many countries around the world, Mike. I don't think it's it's any different. What about your engine problems in terms of all of the... And it's, it's only when it hits the headlines. Just in the last week, planes turned around... There was a flat tire. There's engine. Then this is not the ongoing engine problem. This is this is a, a flight with a problem. Is there too much of that? And if there is, why is there a problem? You know, we track that, as you can imagine, with great detail. And the answer is, it's running at the same rate that it always has. Gets a bit more attention, I think, mm. uh, as do cancellations. But you know, I can tell you that the operational performance of the airline, particularly as we got through Christmas and then January, February has been as good, if not better, than what it ever has been. Um, but we remain vigilant to it and and tracking everything we can. There's no doubt the spare parts are still a bit hard to come by. Also, everyone's a bit short on engineers. That gets mm. us under pressure. We're after about 100. Um, so we've got to work hard on those things. But I'm actually very pleased, not only with the operational performance, but also with the customer experience that we're delivering. The... Relationship with the airport, the Auckland airport, particularly given the news this week and the ongoing story, how would you describe it? Um, I'd put it in two parts. Uh, Operationally, it's absolutely fine. We've got a business to operate. They've got a business to operate. You know, they're the majority of of our flights, over 60%. um, And, you know, what we do there day to day, um, I was pretty pleased with how we recovered getting into Christmas and through January. Still work to do. Um, And everyone, not just just carry, but all the agencies, we're working together on how we can take that step up. The discussion we've had this week is much more strategic and it's been ongoing uh, for many, many years. And and fundamentally, it's around the regulatory settings. And it's not really about Auckland Airport. It's around the regulatory settings of, of our main airports. And that's why we've asked the Minister of Commerce, Andrew Bailey, to um, get involved and ask the Commerce Commission to take some action. What you've got in place is something which really is not fit for purpose. It was designed in 1985. Uh, It was designed when there were small amounts of capital injected. You're talking sort of circa $7 billion between now and 2032. They need to take a look at it. Okay, let me read you this text and see if he's playing into the same story. Mike, Greg Foran's a smart guy and he would have thought out the airport charge carefully. The ComCom allows the airport to make a set return on capital. Their assets have depreciated significantly. Suddenly they spend a massive amount of new CapEx 
and can make their set return. The cost to users lifts. Even I can see that if you apply the ComCom return on capital methodology, the cost to users will reflect the new investment. Is that the problem? Yeah. Um, and ComCom do a good job at the moment of, if you like, taking a look at the mortgage rate, how much, you know, the, the return is that um, in main airport, not just Auckland, but Wellington and Christchurch can get when they spend the capital. Our request is actually, um, can we have some ability to influence the amount of capital that they are going to spend? So if it's seven billion, can we have a discussion about what it could be to get to six or maybe even five? So it's not just the return, which is regulated, it's actually the amount that we're very keen to see whether we can have some influence on. And it's not just Air New Zealand. It's actually all airlines. You know, Qantas have come out today. Air Chathams have come out today. Barnes came out yesterday and they've said, hey, what's, what's operating is not fit for purpose. Okay. For all the people who have texted and every time you appear on the program, pe- people can't wait to get into you. For all the people who have gone, you know, so I paid $9 million to fly from Hamilton to Blenheim, etc. Is this the new normal? It is what it is. Yeah. Some of these costs are with us to stay. Um you know, when I started having a look at some of the costs that we've incurred over the last four years, a lot of them are sitting at 25, 30%. It could be for parts and supply, food and beverage, um, air navigation charge, uh, wages. Some of those you don't back out. Um, we have to work out how to become even more efficient, but some of those are baked in, and I don't expect prices are going to come plummeting down. This is an industry which is pretty cyclical. We had a fantastic year last year, mm. world record. Mm. Uh, we're going to come in this year at less than half of what we made last year. Um, our profits go up and down. Prices actually in airlines go up and down. But, you know, really, really low prices are not good for airlines when you're trying to upgrade your fleet and fix hangars and pay people well and provide good experience on board. Nice to see you. Appreciate it very much. Good to see you. Greg Forum in New Zealand. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.